Hello, 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 friends, and welcome back to another episode on the podcast this week. I am really excited about this week's episode because it is a conversation that has been a long time coming between myself and a friend of mine, Keela, who was also a coaching client. And so in today's episode, you're going to get some behind the scenes into how someone might become a coaching client, but more importantly, just what some wins were for her through this coaching relationship and just hear from someone who has gone through the process themselves and not just hear from me on the value of coaching and why it works. So if you're someone out there that knows that something needs to change, but life just keeps life in, right? And you don't feel like you can get things to stop long enough to focus on you. This episode is for you because I know that you really want to experience that freedom, right? But there are just so many competing demands in your life and it's hard to find time. That was Keila. So I want to encourage you as you listen to this episode that it only takes that one initial hour, one hour to uncover the roadblocks, one hour to gain clarity, one hour out of your week to develop a Holy Spirit inspired plan for how to move forward with your life in emotional and spiritual maturity in the ways that you're looking for. So again, In this episode, you're going to hear why it's worth it. And once it's over, I want you to head on over to a radicalrelationship.com backslash forgiveness coaching and book your first one hour coaching session to get started. It really is that simple, sis. Are you feeling like it's finally time to break free from trauma and the drama of a past relationship? Do you find yourself searching for scriptures and sermons for ways to heal from past pain and forgive those who gave it? Are you hoping that someday you'll finally have the clarity you need to move on with your life? Well, you have found the right place. In this podcast, you're going to find clarity, sis. You're going to gain confidence. You're going to find new strength. And that's all going to be done through scripture tips, resources, and coaching so that you can start to live a more fulfilling life. Grab your journal, sis. Let's get to work. Girl, you ready to get into it? Get into it. I am. These mics are so cute. Girl, Girl, I'm trying to sell my mics. I, listen, they don't sit good like this the next flimsy we got it from amazon too there's some audio technicas mm. they ain't um, doing what they supposed to do we didn't get it from a third party we got it from like a sixth party <laughs> just, <laughs> it we got on the just like <laughs> you can hear the ranking in the background like it so yeah well let's start out with you um <clears throat> just kind of doing a quick intro for the girlies girlies. who is keila honey okay so when you ask that though like i need context yeah what's your name tell us right tell us your name your age your marital status how many kids you got and what you do for a living okay so 
My name is Keela Futrell. Uh, I am 29. I'm about to be 30, and I'm really excited e- about it. Like, I feel like people have been calling me a baby my whole life, mm-hmm. and I'm sick of it. <laughs> sick of it. Sick of it. <laughs> so, um, I'm about to turn 30. Uh, I'm a wife, obviously, um, a Christian woman, millennial woman. Yes. Um, I have three beautiful babies, six, two, and about to be four. And, um, yeah. What you do for a living? What do I do for a living? You said that's a good question. That's a good question. What do I do? <laughs> so, primarily, my full-time job with overtime, <laughs> no pay, <laughs> is a mother. Right. So I'm full-time homemaker. <laughs> um, but I also have my own business as a postpartum health coach in doula. Um, and yeah, like that's really what I do. Mm-hmm. I got hobbies here and there. Yeah. Right. I got hobbies in there, but what I do full-time, part-time homemaker and postpartum doula. Amen. So do you remember the headspace you were in when I said, sis, Maybe we need to do a little quickie, quick exchange of services. Oh, do I remember? Like, do I remember? Yes. Tell us about it. So, like I told you previously, like, I had already been thinking about being or, like, getting a therapist. Um, But I wasn't, you know, you just have those kind of, like, halts in your spirit like mm. like I want to do it but I don't think that's right for me because mm. God also knows me mm. he knows that I'm I can't pay no therapist and I can't text you and talk to you sis like mm-hmm. that's not you know um so I remember talking to London about it and he was just like okay we'll find one so I mentioned some people um you know went on what is it therapy for black girls like mm. just all of it and I just didn't feel right about it I'm gonna just say that like Mm -hmm. I just didn't feel right so I remember being on the way to the concert Mm -hmm. and you saying life coach and just talking about like what you do and things like that and I didn't think about it until you said it because I told you my mom is one Mm -hmm. um so in the back of my mind in the car I was like dang god it'll be really cool if she could be my life coach. Mm. But I didn't know like how that works as far as like, mm. you know, if you're friends with somebody that can't mm-hmm. be a therapist, you know. Mm. So I didn't really know how that worked. So that was in the back of my mind. Okay. Literally the whole ride. Okay. Um, but I was like, I ain't gonna say nothing, God. Like, I, I ain't gonna say nothing. I just wanna be her <laughs> friend. I'm growing a friendship, you know? Um, so what is it? Fast forward. Cause when did we like that- make Ooh, I don't even remember that concert. I'm trying yeah. to think of what we were wearing. Was it the summertime? I want to say yes. <laughs> it had to be because I had on like that white kind yeah. of shirt, sleeves out. I didn't have a jacket or anything. Yeah, so it yeah, had yeah, to yeah, be yeah. Yeah. Mm-hmm. It had so, to be probably early summer. Mm-hmm. So it had to have been too, like maybe like a month after the concert. Mm-hmm. And um, I don't even remember, but 
but I remember you messaging me or texting mm-hmm. me. Because yeah. at this point, we had each other's phone numbers at this yeah, point. Yeah, I think it was after you shared a prayer request in the spicy, in the spicy. <laughs> oh, okay, okay, The okay. spicy group chat. Yeah. And um, I think I text you separately oh, after dang, that about it. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Yeah, whatever you were sharing in the as a prayer request, uh-huh. I was like, I feel like yeah. I could probably mm-hmm. help her with this. And yeah. I know she creative, so yeah. this could work. Mm-hmm. And so you text me, or you sent me an audio <laughs> message, actually. Yeah. And just was like, you know, I don't mm-hmm. know if you'll be open to this. Right. But, you know, um, I know you create, and it's what I do. You know, maybe we could be of service to each other. Mm-hmm. Um and literally, after you said the audio miss, I text London, sent him an audio. I was like, bang, <laughs> you will not believe God. <laughs> he was right. like, what? And so I told him, he was like, wow, mm-hmm. that is crazy. Mm-hmm. So I was like, yes, babe. And so obviously only God knew and London mm-hmm. knew. Um, and obviously, like, I wanted to message you, but I just was like, oh, like, I want to keep it friend, you mm-hmm. know. Um yeah. So, yeah. Yeah. And in retrospect, as I was just thinking about our coaching relationship in that aspect, it was really encouraging for me because I think one of the one of the like mental shifts that entrepreneurs have to make is that you're not offering a service just to get money from people. Like mm-hmm. you're offering something that's benefiting people. Yeah. And that's the energy mm-hmm. that you need to move with. Yeah. And so I feel like this relational dynamic was such a testament to that Mm -hmm. because it wasn't about the money or anything else. It was truly just like, Hey, I believe that I have something that I could offer you. And I believe you have something Mm -hmm. that she could offer me. (laughs) Could we offer each other our gifts (laughs) (laughs) in this season? Mm -hmm. And it, it, it just makes me think about also like how many times a, a potential client may need, you mm-hmm. know, the coach to take that leap to say, hey, you need this. Right. But that can be a cringy feeling, right? right? Because they're right. paying you. So it's like, do exactly. I need it or do you need the money? Right. Which one <laughs> is it? And I know people. that's not me, but right. yeah. people are just so cringy exactly. these days that I never want to come off that way. And so it was even reassuring for me. Like, mm-hmm. it's okay to offer yourself right. up because you you know your gifts, exactly. you know your skills, you Especially know your talents. When the barter makes sense you know what i'm saying like and i remember seeing a post on facebook and she was just talking about how like bartering is like a form of currency like Mm -hmm. it's not right always about the money because what if lord forbid something happened and money is not Mm mm-hmm a thing right in that season or whatever and you need milk and I got cows and I you know and you Mm -hmm. got you know right so it's like right and so it's like bartering is a form of currency and when it's beneficial for each party like it works you know um and like you said if I have something that I know you Mm -hmm. can benefit from and vice versa like why not explore it yeah. So you were someone who had tried counseling before. I know mm-hmm. at least one session mm-hmm. and was considering counseling. Had you ever had a coach before? No. Okay. Mm-hmm. So um, having had the experience that you had with counseling and having had the experience that you had with coaching, mm-hmm. um, 
what would you say was beneficial in coaching versus counseling? Well, off the top of my head, as far as like counseling goes, you know, like you can't talk to your counselor after session hours, you know, Mm -hmm. like you got to book a whole nother Mm -hmm. whatever, but it's like life going on in between that where if I don't talk to you till next month, right. Where does that leave me with what I'm dealing with right now? Mm -hmm. Um, Mm -hmm. And then opposed to life coaching, it was more so like I'm walking with you alongside Mm -hmm. you. We're doing this together. Let me know, you know, Mm -hmm. when you need me, if you need me, whatever. Um, And another, I want to say, like, aspect is that, I don't know, I think for me, like, you ask really good questions Mm. that I feel like in counseling, and granted, I I didn't see counseling through all the way, Mm -hmm. so I I only got, you know, just my experiences or whatever, but, like, counseling was felt more so of like well this is this is where you're at this is how you get there Mm, you know mm -hmm. journey your thoughts see you next Mm, week or see you next month mm. opposed to life coaching i mean if you know shell (laughs) straight shooter yeah you know and so it's like you ask those questions that prompts me to actually mm. think deeper mm. and it's not just surface level where I'm like, we're vomiting on you as my counselor mm-hmm. and just dumping everything on you. Right. Um, like you, you really challenged me to dig deeper and self reflect for mm-hmm. real, for real, mm-hmm. um, to get to the root of stuff Yeah. before I could move on to whatever was next. Yeah. So, yeah. Yeah. How would you say that, um, how are you different post-coaching? Because I'm like, (laughs) if we got all night, we can go all night. Because you're like, girl. Exactly. (laughs) Yeah, but what would you note as some of the um, main differences and notable changes in Mm. you specifically as a result of coaching? Ooh, if I can, and then I can know some. Okay. Okay. <laughs> if I could name like my top two mm-hmm. that I notice is definitely my confidence. That's what I was going to say. Really? That's one of my, oh, yeah. Yeah. <laughs> like my confidence is yeah. like, I don't know. And it goes a lot deeper, obviously, but like right. definitely confidence from having to make hard decisions. Mm. Um, and not realizing that mean fighting hard decisions or fighting mm. putting myself first in a lot of situations had a lot to do with like my lack of self-worth for myself mm. and not thinking that I'm enough to make the hard decision to put myself first. Mm. Um, so I think in doing that, mm-hmm. you know, confidence is here, mm. you know, like, Oh, I actually can do it. You know, like it's not that hard, you mm-hmm. know, like, Um, but then I would say the second one is that I notice, and you would be very proud of me. I noticed that God really, really does see me. He really does 
see me oh. in a way of not just like he see me like how you looking at me but he like sees the depths of me mm. and knows exactly what I need to hear when I need mm. to hear it. um and that's something you know obviously from my sessions is like like does God see me does mm. he care does mm. he because I'm dealing with this stuff every mm-hmm. single day but it was more so like I had to be the one to draw near to him for mm. me to see, mm-hmm. see me in the way that he sees me, mm-hmm. if that makes sense. And yeah. so it's, and I guess that plays with confidence too. So I have this confidence going to the Lord mm. in those everyday mundane moments where I'm kind of just like, all right, God, you see me. And today this is what it is. And I don't feel shame about like I lashed out at my kids or mm-hmm. I made a, probably a dumb decision or whatever. Mm-hmm. Like I know that no matter where I am, mm. he sees me and he's with me. Yeah. Um, and, and I can move freely in that mm-hmm. and not feel like, you know, in the beginning you was just like, well, have you turned on worship music? And I'm like, no, nope, I haven't, <laughs> you know? So it's like, it, it's just one of those things where it's like, Keila, these are strengths that mm. you have, mm-hmm. um, or that God has given you. Yeah to worship, to reach out to friends, to, you know, just, you know, mm-hmm. being community is another thing too, but I said two, so I'll just get two. That's the one I was going to say. That was going to be my really? second one is engaging in community, mm-hmm. being more proactive and reaching mm-hmm. out to people from a vulnerable, transparent yeah. place to be like, look, yeah, I'm going to just be real. This is what's going mm-hmm. on. Mm-hmm. Send help. S.O.S. <laughs> <laughs> Not sitting in hell. Can somebody come fold these clothes, man? Literally. I'm like, this would have never, never. asked somebody to come fold never. clothes. I see that message. I see. Really? Girl. You better. And usually it's more so of a like, I'm going to type this and I'm going to delete it. I'm going to type uh-huh. it and I'm going to delete it. And I was like, if they say no, they say no. You right, know, like, right. I they got a lot, other people got lives, they got kids, whatever. Right. But I'm just like, it is what it is. I need help. Yeah, because it's, it's one thing to be willing to be transparent if someone reaches out. It's mm-hmm. a whole different level of vulnerability yes. and transparency to put yourself out there yes. when ain't nobody really got to know, yes. you know, or ain't nobody right. asking. Right. So that's definitely a thing. I'm very proud of myself um, for that. I was like, looking at that message, like, who this? Did somebody steal my Gus's phone? Like, what? I see you, sis. So that, and then um, when it comes to friendships, you're Mm -hmm. much more sober-minded on Mm -hmm. this side of coaching. Not not even just in recognizing flaws, but in also recognizing good aspects. Mm -hmm. Like, I think... Um, you gained a really good friend throughout mm-hmm. this process because you were able to identify through me asking right. those questions. Well, who is somebody who feels right. safe? And who is it? You know, you're like, you know what? I got somebody. Right. Wow, you know. And being able that. to see that flourish. Yeah. yeah. And I think, too, because of my lack of confidence, lack of self-worth, whatever, um, for whatever reason, I always sought after friends that were not available. Mm. And so I'm now pissed off because mm-hmm. I'm just like, you supposed to be my friend. You better do that. But in hindsight, it's like they were never available for you and what you needed 
during that time or a season or whatever. Mm -hmm. Um, And so it really challenged me to, like you said, like, is this a safe friend? Is this a safe place? Like, what do you really need? Mm -hmm. And even saying, God, what do I need? What type of friend do I need? Because Mm -hmm. obviously I'm bad at choosing. Mm -hmm. So help me out. Yeah. And that's so interesting because so many times, especially with women, you see that come out in their romantic relationships Mm -hmm. where they're always choosing bad, Mm -hmm. if you will. Um, And so I think even you making that statement is also just a testament to like, it's going to seep through in the relationships, period, even if it doesn't come out in that one, Mm -hmm. you know, that you're thinking about. Um, it's going to seep out relationally. Right. Right. Somewhere. Exactly. Yeah. Yeah. And so I think, and just knowing that too, and just having the capacity and the strength and like sober mindedness Mm. to kind of go into it with more like, okay, this is, this is the friend or like, this is what they bring. This is what you bring. Is that something you want to sign up for? (laughs) You know, Mm. like, Mm -hmm. like it's not just like, oh, you love Jesus. I love Jesus. You go to church. I go to church. Let's be friends. Like, you know, like it's so many other things that you Mm -hmm. do have to consider that I don't think I really considered before, Mm -hmm. you know. I just was so lonely. I just needed a friend. <laughs> you want to be my friend? Okay. <laughs> what you bring to the table? Right. Nothing. That's fine. Right. That's fine. I'm okay. <laughs> right. Yeah. Yeah. And I also just think about just God's goodness really in retrospect because throughout this process, you lost a friend, mm-hmm. but you also gained a friend. Right. You know what I'm yeah. saying? And Friends. With this. Yeah, yeah. That's the other thing that I was going <laughs> to say, yeah. even the timing of God bringing you into church community and yeah. being, you know, having so many more women who are willing to wrap their arms around you in yeah. this specific season, yeah. you know, where yeah. he's trying to shed you mm-hmm. of the dead weight that you yeah. just didn't want to let go. I'm like, God! Like super blue. Like, (laughs) right. Yeah. So that's amazing. Um, And I think, too, I didn't realize the quality mm. of women and friends in my life that Mm -hmm. I had literally until I lost that friend. Mm. because my mind was so mm. focused on like no this this is the friend I'm gonna put work into this relationship yeah and you know yeah I got this friend I got that friend and they want to pray for me they want to you know be there mm-hmm. for me but I'm like no like my time and energy is here right and didn't really realize mm-hmm. that the quality was over here, mm-hmm. you know. And so, literally, when I say like scales, mm-hmm. wild, yeah. like mm-hmm. hadn't really, yeah, I hadn't noticed it. Yeah, and it's interesting too being in a coaching dynamic because there were multiple times throughout the sessions where you were like. And my husband been trying to tell me this. But, you know, sometimes it just be taking a little different dynamic for us to listen. Yeah. He's like, literally. (laughs) Right. And when I tell you, like, even with that whole situation, he just was like, thank you, Jesus. (laughs) You're like, huh? Huh? What? (laughs) You know? And he was like, I've told you that. Mm -hmm. You know? Like, Mm -hmm. but... 
Yeah. You want a friend? You know, just whatever. Like, obviously, I can't force you Mm -hmm. into anything. But even he just was like, praise the Lord. Mm. And could tell. Like, he even said the other day, he was like, you okay? Mm. I said, yeah, I'm good. He was like, you look good. Like, you just look different, you know? Yeah. And so, he was just really happy for Mm. me. Um, Because, obviously, you know, it's like our husbands want the best for us. Mm -hmm. And and he saw the energy that it was taking from mm. me um, and how it was affecting me and his dynamic and how I interacted with the kids and mm. just my day in general. Mm-hmm. Um, and so, so yeah, he was just like, about time. Yeah. Like, what are you yeah. doing? What would you say are um, some of the things that you are still striving towards mm-hmm. even post-coaching? Um. I would say really, really trying to strive towards like being more, being more vulnerable mm. because there, there's still obviously is some days where I'm just like, cause I do kind of get in my head of like, okay, dang, here I am with another issue or here I am with another problem. So trying to like get over that. Mm-hmm. Um, cause I was even telling Brittany the other night at the event, I was like, um, you know, she's just like, I'm so proud of you. I'm so proud of you. And I'm just like crying like, this, mm. this is not for this, you know. But I was like, I didn't realize how much of a strength it is mm. to lean on your community. Mm. I never, mm. and she That's she good. knows me, you know. Yeah. Like, I'm very much like, mm-mm, mm-hmm. you know. Mm. And so she's like, yeah. Mm-hmm. Like, we're here for you. All of us are, you know. And so I think even striving more so towards that of like really leaning on my community and being Mm. okay with that. Yeah. Um, and honestly that was the only thing, like I feel like in a lot of ways, not leaning on my community held me back. Mm. Um, because I was just too afraid to say like, this is where I'm at. Mm. Um, and just through coaching, I feel like that was one of the biggest things mm. that the Lord just kept trying to like, like, dang, it's mm-hmm. hard to, you know, get this callus off. Like mm. it was just something, it was just a really sore spot, you know? Um, mm-hmm. And so even post coaching, I'm striving towards like keeping that momentum and mm. not just being like, okay, I'm out of coaching. So, you know, mm-hmm. like still having that kind of vigor mm. and, and drive mm-hmm. to say like, this is, this is my tribe, you know, and I can lean on them. But I think another thing too is also being more intentional about looking at scripture in a way that it challenges me mm. because it's easy it has been easy for me to say, oh, I'm struggling with anxiety today. Anxiety today. So let me go read scripture about anxiety instead of reading scripture through the lens of like, oh, no, it's me mm. that has this mm. issue. Like, it's not everybody else, you know. Um, and so really looking at scripture in a different way than mm. I did before. Mm-hmm. I mean, because, you know, like, let's be for real. Black people. It's like... Like Pastor just said, like, I could do all things with Christ strengthen me. Mm-hmm. And he's like, you're using it wrong. Right. Like, so it's like, it's so easy to mm-hmm. use scripture as it applies to you and makes you feel good. Mm-hmm. But it's harder to to read scripture and say, like it says in Psalm, like, 
Lord, mm-hmm. examine my heart. Yeah. You know? Um, and so that's kind of been the posture, heart posture that I've been in post coaching because I don't want to go back, mm-hmm. you know, like, cause I know that I bring junk to the table too. Mm-hmm. So it's like, Lord, I want you to examine my heart so that I can be a good friend mm-hmm. to, to, to these friends that you've given mm-hmm. me. Like I want to steward them well. So, yeah. And I think, um, that's one of the beauties of coaching as well is that, um, even in situations that prove to be not beneficial for us, there's still two participating parties. Mm-hmm. So while one person may have been super overt in what yeah. they were bringing to the table and not being a good friend, you on the other hand participated by accepting it. Right. You know what I'm saying? <laughs> right. So it's yeah. like, and that's the kind of self-examination right. that has yeah. to be done for you exactly. because they can't be a crappy friend to somebody who's not willing to accept a crappy exactly. friend. You know? Right. And that's big. Like, Mm -hmm. even you saying it, because it would be a lot of sessions you would be like, I mean, you don't have to do it. You know, like, (laughs) right. Have you you, considered it? Right. Have you thought, I want to offer up these suggestions, you know? Yeah. And so it's like, yeah, just having that, like you said, self awareness and, um, kind of, you know, thought process that I don't have to Mm -hmm. subject myself to people, things or whatever that doesn't. And I don't want to say serve me per se. Right. But, you know, like when it's just not beneficial, you Mm know. Um, So, yeah. Yeah. Um, Last question is, what would you say to any woman out there listening who is struggling Mm -hmm. spiritually, mentally, emotionally, but hasn't decided to take the leap? And get a life coach. Oh, girl. I be like, <laughs> get you a coach. Just do it. That's right. all I got. But, but no, like, I would say that nothing, and this is something that I learned, is that nothing will be m- more scary to you. Or what am I trying to say? Well, I'm going to just say, like, for me, as you love to say, like, what is the risk that you risk in not Mm. taking the risk? And so for me, like, it was a no-brainer to get a coach because I was in this place where it was scary and I didn't know how I was going to get out by myself. And I didn't know if I would ever make friends again Mm. or ever know who I am in Christ. And so that was more scary to me Mm. than making the decision to get a coach. That's good. So I'm like, what's scarier? That's good. Being stuck where you are or just laying it out there to a coach and being like, sis, this is where I'm at. Help me out. You know, and it's a strength in it too. Like Mm -hmm. I've never, I'm not going to say never because I mean, we talked about my home birth where I felt very empowered. Mm -hmm. But other than that, this leap getting a coach mm. was like one of the most empowering things mm. that I've ever done mm. Amen. because it's like yeah you just don't realize and I think you do a really great job of that probably obviously not just with me but your other clients of like really empowering your clients and the gifts that they do have mm-hmm. and like 
reminding them of who they are and like mm-hmm. what they bring to the table. Yeah. Um, it's like, you ain't all bad, you know, like you, you got these good qualities. Mm-hmm. Like how can we like obviously examine the mm-hmm. areas that you need work in, but like, what about the stuff you are good at? What about mm-hmm. the gifts that you do have? Um, and so, so yeah. So if you are out there and you're like been thinking about it and been on the fence just do it. Mm. Just do it. Even if it's just like a consultation to mm-hmm. kind of see like if you mesh. Yeah. But like nothing is more empowering than taking that step. And this was the step of me choosing myself. Mm. Um, and so, so yeah, girl, just, just do it. Just do it. <laughs> I would give you her phone number right now. <laughs> <laughs> right. Yeah. Um, so I would just like to end our time by affirming mm-hmm. you. Mm-hmm. And just, I think like one of the things that I'm so grateful for, mm-hmm. um, I'm getting emotional. I'm going to say, you right. know, I'm cry, baby. <laughs> as a friend and as a coach is that I'm yeah. like, man, I think Keela finally sees what mm-hmm. I see. Do yeah and so I'm yeah I'm just proud not mm-hmm. even just as a coach but as a friend mm-hmm. to really see you being like you know what I am that girl yeah. I am killing the game like I'm raising three kids yeah. I'm being a wife I'm doing the thing like I'm doing yeah. the things so I just want to affirm you in that and that is just so great even just as a friend to yeah. be able to be like she's seeing herself finally right. out here killing it in the thing she is doing yeah. right which I'm sure London would probably be like finally. right <laughs> list, like, Look, so I even I got London say. like I'm gonna go buy me some new clothes Period. like I'm gonna, you know yeah so it's just beautiful just to see the glow up and the mm-hmm. glow up ain't just about physical mm. things and all yeah. of that but it's truly about like man I put in the work yes. like I even tried to tell her I couldn't show up one day and she said this is this I mean if that's really what you right. mean but if you can push through come on now literally so what do you need are you right. sure <laughs> right so yeah I definitely think if you haven't already that you should really take some time to just think back mm-hmm. and reflect like yeah. man i did the work like yeah, yeah. <laughs> we'll talk I off did that. Mic, but yeah <laughs> so yes thank you so much for just being willing to yeah. come on and share about the experience um it was honestly a pleasure yeah. it always is to you know, be able to, to walk talk. with you yeah walk with you through that season and see you get on the other side and um just be used by the Lord in that way. Oh, yeah. I'm like, babe, get the budget together because <laughs> we got to do something. I yeah, I need it. <laughs> right. All right, y'all. Until next time, we are out. Hey, girl, hey. If you enjoyed today's episode, sis, chances are there are other women just like you who would enjoy it too but they won't know about it unless we actually tell them, okay? So if you don't mind helping me spread the word, will you take 30 seconds to leave a review of the show and then screenshot this episode and share it with your friends wherever you like to hang out? It really would mean so much to me. All right, go and review those journal notes. I'll meet you back here next week for another session.